Welcome to another episode of Oddball Sports Podcast. All thoughts and opinions of all hosts are the thoughts and opinions of said host and do not reflect the thoughts and opinions of the other hosts or the podcast as a whole. Enjoy the episode you're about to listen to. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Oddball Sports. I'm one of your hosts, Nona Mark Hansen. This is episode six, and I'm here with... Diane. Sayron. Papa Kujuspiu. And David Kofite. Let's jump into our first topic for this week. Some of the big matches that took place this weekend. Eintracht Frankfurt beat Wolfsburg 4-3 to cement their place in the Champions League, opening a seven-point gap between themselves and Borussia Dortmund for the last Champions League spot. And Real Madrid have beaten Barcelona 2-1 this weekend to jump to the top of La Liga on goal difference until Atletico Madrid play Real Betis. Tottenham hosts Manchester United at 3.30pm on Sunday. Okay, so I think you, you, sh- you should have started on the City game. Yeah, it's very important. I want to hear that one. All of you are mad. You All of you are mad. Barca face. No, no. You have to mention the City loss. It's, it's huge. You can't miss it in your intro. Ah, wait, so, so wait. Time out, time out. Ah, so City versus Leeds a big match. Oh, yeah. Alright, so the floor is open. Who wants to start on City? I'll go. <laughs> I like the energy. <laughs> so, what happened to Man City in their match against Leeds today? On the day that City was expected to at least get three points, Pep decided to be Pep and play his weak team or the weak link. And Leeds being Leeds, who like to attack, 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 they went for the win. The three points. Lovely three points. I mean, I'm happy. And I know a lot of Man U fans and Chelsea fans are happy as well. I personally think Pep should have just at least started with Man and Phil Foden even if you don't want to play Gundogan and De Bruyne but you know he, he was trying to be too smart for his own like and I like but you forget that we have a Champions League coming up regardless regardless of the, the Champions League that he always overthinks yes yes okay but yeah but this year he's clearly <laughs> clearly this he's trying to do something <laughs> trying to do what Dortmund won today mind you form it's not just about yeah, and defensive today but form form is extremely important and I'm very sure Dortmund was watching the City game yeah so right now charlie next week i land hat trick at you know Dortmund, and then we move to wait oh, wait 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 hold on hold on hold on you're saying Haaland hat trick for the Dortmund game you is this your per- prediction you made earlier on because i remember you made some predictions the city versus Dortmund game do you predict a Haaland hat trick back then yes <laughs> we have to look we have to look for that episode i never said Haaland. we will look for the episode you said city win Goals in the uh-huh. game. I remember I said it. And City won the first we, game. We, relax, though. You, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll go back to that episode. We will go back to that episode. Okay, let's be serious now. We've spoken a bit about City. City are very trash, even though they're still in the league before Diane comes and says anything. Yeah, relax. <laughs> Pep Pep took, it looked like he wanted to give some of his French players a chance to play in this match against Leeds, against a man he respects greatly in Marcelo Bielsa, and it kind of backfired. But let's take a look at the Tottenham Man United game, and how do you see that match playing out? I feel like United will just have the edge and win this game. Our players are having a good run of form. Rashford scored a fantastic over the week, and Bruno Fernandes is on a very good path right now. Pogba, Fred, McTominay, everybody's doing very well. The team is positive. I know for a fact it will not 
be a repeat of the sixth one that we took. There's no way to happen. But United will just win this game. Just win this game. United will just win this game. Scores? 2-1. If not 2-1, 3-1. United. Well, so I, I think it will it can go either ways. But being a United fan, obviously, I would want my team to um, I also expect that there will be goals raining. I mean, three, four goals wouldn't be bad. And... I just want to see how Ole will come up with his lineup because for some time now we've been consistent with our setup and I'm not I, I don't want to see him coming up with a lineup trying to overthink and do something different <laughs> to our class Mourinho you get it so um it should be a good game and I expect that if we should win then it should be two one. Eh, uh, me I'm not going to say plenty things. I'm a United fan. All I want is a two one victory or a 2-0 victory that that's how i'm seeing it for united 2-0 or 2-1 if i'm being honest i was gonna say 2-1 before these people start talking but i'll not be surprised at all if tottenham come to massacre these people hey massacre <laughs> are you are you saying it dan are you saying it because we're truly i'm not even i'm not even saying it I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it from like spite. I'm just saying it as how you guys predicted your. You see, you see the way she started. I'm saying it from my point of view. You can tell that she's really spiteful about it. This is no point of view. Yeah. Full on spite. Ah, like, I wouldn't be surprised, but I but I pitched you guys to win. But you you have so much confidence. You wouldn't be surprised. Like why wouldn't you be surprised? Like. Because Manu are unpredictable. I can't put my, my whole trust in them. Am I lying? I mean, I agree with that. I agree with that. Am I, lying? I agree hey, with that. No, right. Okay. No, I mean, no, yeah, we, we agree with the unpredictability of Manchester United. Spill, hold on. I agree with the unpredictability of Manchester United. But to say massacre, come on, really? Hmm? Okay, maybe massacre was the wrong word. Massacre means. Maybe massacre was the wrong word. 3 1 Tottenham. No, that's not massacre. That is your prediction. That's not a massacre. That's not a massacre. Oh, yeah, that's that. not a massacre. Put your money on it. Put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> it says an indiscriminate and brutal slaughter. Slaughter. You're saying 2 1 is slaughter. I said 3 1. Alright, so. <laughs> I can see Tottenham squeezing out a 2-1 win. And this is very hard for me to say as a, a someone who does not like Tottenham because of my Arsenal affiliations. But I can see them beating United. Yeah. You hate Tottenham, but you hate Manchester United more. Is there a problem with that? Oh, I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. Like, let, let, let the whole world know that this is yeah, what it is. Priorities that you hate you Tottenham. No, you guys are coming. You guys are, you guys are saying that we're defensive. But you guys are coming very defensive. I I'm just saying I respect I respect his opinion but he, the way he's, he's saying he hates Tottenham but he hates the thing is he hates Tottenham but the, the, the rest of the sentences I hate United more so he should put it there otherwise me I'll put hey, it there so we're, 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 we're adding words to my words hey cool. you they lie <laughs> It's, it's like for instance saying that Man City is facing Arsenal and I'll say I hate Man City but I hate Arsenal. <laughs> What? It's supposed to be support. It's, it's like saying I hate Arsenal, but I hate Man City more. It's not possible. It's supposed to be. The you can hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my point is, you, you can't tell me you hate Manu more than Tottenham. You're an Arsenal fan. Uh, that's that's shameless. All right, looking at the Champions League quarterfinal games that took place this past week, Real Madrid beat Liverpool three one at home in Spain. Man City controversially beat Dortmund two one. Bayern lost at home three goals to two against 
PSG, and Chelsea scored two away goals against Porto. Who do we see going through to the semi-finals of the Champions League competition? Yeah, I mean, I'm rooting for my team. Obviously saying we'll go and beat Dortmund 1-0 away. And I'll say, I'll say PSG will, will pull through, obviously, and Real Madrid and Chelsea. I'm going for Bayern, Chelsea, Real Madrid and Dortmund. Like Bayern, said, really? You think, do you think Bayern will, will, will win? Yeah, they had 31 chances. 31 attempts. Chances don't mean jack. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, but then Bayern is a better team than Arsenal, so what I can say. Fact, I mean, ah. no, no, but no, 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 wait, no, did you not hear no, the point I made? No, 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 no. Let me look. About, did you not hear the point I made? I said, cha- if you don't finish your chances, it's useless. Like, yeah. it's very useless. Yeah, we 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 understand that if you don't finish your chances, it's useless. But the thing is, what, what so no, the, the shot, the try, the shot you try to take, I want to try to take a shot. I want oh, to come up with what it. it is that I know they Bayern is a better team than us now, and if they are creating more chances and then they are not able to convert it, it means that they had a bad game that day. Yeah. So if you are trying to say that, okay, as now they create more chances, so by that inference, Bayern also creating more chances means that they suck or something like that. It doesn't make sense. No, I'm that wasn't Bayern the point I was trying team. to make. I was trying to make the point that Arsenal also creates a lot of chances, but they don't finish. And finish like it's finishing yes, is more key because, than creating chances. Make that point. Like, that's the only point. That point is Bayern is a better team than Arsenal. So if they can create those chances and make them, because I know that they can probably convert them at a better rate than us now. So if they can make them, obviously, it gives them a higher chance of qualifying to the next stage. Nah, but I think his point was literally just saying chances don't matter Me, if you can't convert. I'm, I understood that point. I understood choose, that choose, point. Choose, when it's okay, said, it's okay, it's when, okay. When I get you, I get you. It's 31 okay. Chances, when Spurs said, ah, they can't make a friend. When Spurs said 31 chances, I was like, well, they didn't convert it, so they lost the game. But then, if you're trying to compare us now, also making a lot of chances... Then like ah, this, I think City City will qualify, but then I'm rooting for Dortmund to do an upset. So if Dortmund qualifies, I'll be happy. Then I think Chelsea, Bayern, I think Bayern will be able to come back and then qualify, and then um, Real Madrid. Well, so first of all, I think Bayern Bayern will progress at the expense of PSG. <laughs> I know they will bottle it, and Chelsea are I mean one foot ahead already. City Dortmund, it's, it's a bit dicey for me. I I think Dortmund can overturn that against City, and with Real Madrid, that's also dicey. But coming to Anfield, <laughs> anything can happen, and in, with, with with the two teams, whoever progresses is is, is fair for me. Because I think Liverpool can do the work at Anfield. I mean, you have to remember, this is an Anfield with no fans. Yeah, plus, plus... They can still do it. Prior, they can still do prior, it. Prior to this 2-1 win that Liverpool had, I was watching the game earlier today, and then the commentator said Liverpool had created 120 chances, and they had not scored at Anfield. So... Ah, wait. I'm, so, wait. So, my previous chances points, you just proved it. Thank you. No, yes. But continue. I won't, I, I won't deny that, but let, let, let me finish with... Liverpool and I'll go to Bayern. Now, Liverpool hasn't been solid at home this season and Madrid has been on, on a really good run. And taking a 3-1 league, I know for a fact that when they come to Anfield, they will get at least two goals. So I don't see Liverpool coming back from this. With the Bayern game, I know very well that if Lewandowski is ready and Nabri is ready for that game this coming week or ne- this coming week, there's no way PSG would have a good chance. I mean, no, I, I don't see them. They may force things. I mean, they, they Bro, he, he can't come back. He, bro, the limit, like the damage, is too much for him to try. 
the damage is too much for him to try. It's it's pointless. At least having Nabri back because right now their injury list is very serious. I wasn't I wasn't surprised when they drew today to waiting again. Was it? Was it? Union Berlin. Yeah, Union Berlin. I mean, normally you would predict that Bayern would win this game, but by first half they were new new. So I don't know. I just I just feel like if Nabri can come back for this game against PSG, he just may be the difference. Charlie, Charlie, still relax. Chupu Martin, Chupu Martin will do the way. Not Chupu Martin, but like they'll find a way. See, you know, Bayern for the last two seasons they always find a way. They'll find a way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see PSG winning this Champions League, even if for some strange reason they get to go to the final. Now. I'm just praying Chelsea go to the final and to go discipline them because he knows them more than you want Chelsea to win Champions League. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you shocked me, you. Hey, like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm in the shock. Nah, like. No, 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 no. You see, I'm not, I'm not saying they, they, they can't be their surprise. Hold on. In 2012, right, when Chelsea lost to West Brom after a long unbeaten run, they went on to win the Champions League. In 2012, I predicted Chelsea winning the Champions League. And this year, I'm having the same feeling. So I'm telling you, I mean... You're predicting that 2021 is Chelsea's year. Tuchel can actually win the Champions League. Would you shock you? Spill. Say no. Say, say it. Are you predicting, predicting that Chelsea predicting will win? That UEFA okay. Champions League will put it on the board. This one. This one, Chelsea will win the champion. It's there. Stam. We are putting it on the board. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> like uh, like so... I don't know, this this thing really shocks me because like United the way Chelsea boys go talk. Hey. Like I'm I'm not, I don't hate Chelsea or anything like that too, but Chelsea people go talk. Yeah. Then go talk. Sadly, sadly then go talk. But it's better if an English team wins it than any of the other teams. For for like Ah, so why no city? Why? So why no city? City, see, look, if we are talking about English legendary hierarchy and then respect, talking about things like Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, it's not about respect, it's about form, bro. See, let me finish. Let me look. Pep won't win the Champions League with City. Yeah. After Champions League, but don't you think they are they are stealing their way to the trophy? Ah, I'm telling you. For the for the Premier League, is it? Dave has been quiet. I see. <laughs> All right. So from my predictions, I see Real Madrid knocking out Liverpool. Man City should be able to deal with Dortmund. PSG will go through because I have more faith in them clearly than the rest of my co-hosts do. And then Chelsea will beat Porto. So those are the four teams I have going to the Champions League semi-final. But Diane said PSG will go through. Yeah, I said PSG too. Yeah, I was I was taking shots at the 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 three meals. Yeah, 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 All right, so Dave, can you quickly run us through the Ghana Premier League game week nineteen? Yeah, so quick one. Yeah, so match match week nineteen has been pretty much interesting. Three matches being played already. Yesterday, Ebusan Dwarves played against Eleven Wonders and drew one one. Liberty recorded a heavy win at home against Elmina Sharks. Elmina Sharks is coached by former Blasters striker Odati Lamte, who who took charge and lost his first game against Liberty today. <laughs> Liberty won four zero against Elmina Sharks. Heart of Oak lost away from home against Ashanti Gold one zero, which their striker Victor Victor Edu lost his. 
first penalty in the league after several attempts of scoring. There will be other matches coming up on Sunday, which will feature Kotoko, Mediama, and we, we hope to see how those results will pan out. Also, there will be Karela and Olympics playing, so we'll see if Karela gets to extend their win ratio at home and probably overcome Great Olympics or Olympics gets to sit on the league table for another week. But in all, it has been a good a good run of matches so far. Having um, had to lose against Ashanti Gold, Liberty are not really pulling their weight this season. So this result is going to go a long way to to show whether they they, they relegated or they, they they still would have a chance of staying in the league. Right, so some of the matches tomorrow, all the matches are being played at three p.m. tomorrow. Mediama plays Dream, Dream FC. Legon City's play Accra Grey Olympics. Wafa will play Bechem United. Inter Allies will play Karela. Indiana Stars will play King Faisal. Asante Kotoko will play Brecon Chelsea. The Ghana Premier League table reads Accra Grey Olympics at the top of the league on thirty three points. Karela sit second at third on 32 points Asante Kotoko is third with 31 points Hearts of Folk are fourth with 30 points Dreams FC are fifth on 27 points Mediama are sixth also on 27 points HM United are seventh on 27 points Ashanti Gold is eighth on 26 points Brickroom Chelsea, ninth with 24 points. Bishad Dwarfs and Indiana Stars also have 24 points and sit 10th and 11th respectively. Wafa is 12th on 23 points with Elmina Sharks sitting on 23 points as well in 13th position. 11 Wonders are 14th on 22 points. Legon Cities are 15th on 19 points. King Faisal and Liberty Professionals are both on 18 points and sit 16th and 17th respectively. And the bottom place side are inter-allies who sit on 13 points for the season. Okay, great. Great, great, great. So, I, I mean, out of these games, I'm looking at how Kotoko are going to fare against Brikun Chelsea at Obwase because their new coach led the team to, to a 4-0 victory last week and they are brimming with so much confidence under the, the new coach, Barreto. And I would want to see how they are going to respond against Brikun, Brikun Chelsea after they were banned to use their Crossport Stadium and now using the Lingley Stadium as their home grounds. I would want to see what the results will turn out to be. I'll, I'll be keeping an eye on that game closely. Alright, so we're moving on to the NBA quickly. And so discussions that have been taking place for many years now has to do with whether the NBA should seed their playoffs one through 16 irrespective of what conference you play in so the team with the best record in the league gets the one seed and then every other team based on record is seeded that way one through 16 do we think the nba should implement that model seeing how weak the eastern conference has been for the past decade and is proving to be especially this season whilst the west stays highly competitive serum what are your thoughts well personally initially i thought about it i was thinking that i would have been a better option uh, just to increase the competition in the playoffs and so I decided to do a lot of investigation and ask a few friends of mine who were uncalled in basketball pundits but more like basketball fans and well they felt like that idea would not be ideal for teams okay well what they suggested would be rather to still keep the eight team format from each conference but then it will kind of be like an intermarriage 
seeding format where it's like the first person meets the last person based on the the records the team records yeah yeah so first the people with the highest records so if they say in the east sixers have the highest record and then they can meet someone who has the lowest record based on the overall ranking and i think that one kind of works in my opinion so it's like they keep the eight teams from each conference because apparently teams lose money when they don't make playoffs or if they're not given a chance to make playoffs because yes the competition you get more money there so if they keep the 18 format and then you're gonna okay you're gonna say something yeah teams don't make as much money if they miss out on the playoffs because the playoff tv money in the playoffs slightly increases so like you do make yeah. more money if you're in the playoffs or not so yeah that's a fair point yeah so what i was saying was that i agree i agree with them keeping the eights from the west and then the eights from the east but then kind of mixing them up so that's like you have an overall ranking or an overall ranking based on their records and then teams who are at the top of that list get to play teams who are at the bottom of that list rather than just make it east versus west but then it will be like and i think that would just scrap the conference titles but then that would just take it directly to the finals and then see what happens so i think we can keep the 16 seeding format but then the, the teams from the east and the teams from the west should still have that opportunity to enter all right sure i want to know the reasons why it hasn't necessarily happened Do you know the reasons like the main reason people complain about is that they need two-thirds of the league owners to vote for it and most eastern conference owners would not vote for it because at the end of the day it would hurt them like it would hurt them financially yeah because like they would lose some of the playoff revenue if like they don't have their eight their eight guaranteed teams making playoffs fair enough and then another reason another reason is just travel because they say it's not fair Mm. for let's say in the first round portland the furthest team out west has to travel to miami which is the furthest team out out east if they have to play in the first round going back and forth between Portland and Miami would be long and players would just be tired. That's the other argument. Okay. I mean, I'm not necessarily opposed to that or, and I'm not really opposed to how it is right now. But I do believe how it is is fine. How it is right now is fine where, I mean, it's very unlikely where lower seed teams like shock the higher seed teams. But I mean, giving them a chance, giving a chance and then the playoff, the playoff atmosphere is possible. So I think how it is now is fine, personally. I mean, if we're considering the financial aspect then I think maybe sticking to the way it is would be best but maybe just maybe they can test run it and you know put in some measures in place to protect teams from losing our financial and look at the lessons learned from it and maybe decide that okay so I I don't know how exactly they're going to test run this whole system because it's like playoffs it's like Charlie this is the playoffs I don't know how exactly I'm going to test run it Sarah, I don't know let me, let me cut in real quick they've, they've done it in the WNBA and it's been pretty successful but like the issue is they'll need actual NBA owners to approve it so like they, they could use the WNBA playoffs because the WNBA playoffs as soon as playoffs start they look at your records and then they seed you that way like based on your record straight away so and that's been successful okay. for them because at the end of the day at the end of the year every year they're able to crown the tr- the best the truly the best team in the WNBA that season so like based on your record you play who you you get if you get knocked out you get knocked out and like that's how they usually do it but they'll actually need 
physical NBA owners to agree to it. Yeah, so, I, so I highly doubt that the owners will agree to it. What do they create subsidies like? So if they if they if they to do like a test run, right? And this same this particular year won't test run this. So we're going to subsidize or costing care or all potential loss and just see how it's done. I mean, it's 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 all about thinking around the box and seeing how plausible it will be. Because you may never know. It, 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 it may be a plus more than a negative in the long run. I mean, like the NBA does not like to do so, like subsidies because at the end of the day, most of the revenue, like the revenue, gets split between owners and players, and the owners like to keep their revenue to themselves so having things having to get things subsidized you'll need the players to also agree to it so at the end of the day i don't think that is probably going to happen but honestly i think the 1 to 16 playoff idea like it's interesting and it could work and it will make the playoffs more interesting instead of always seeing Boston play Miami, Boston playing Philly, and like so on and so forth. And instead, like if we could get a cross cross conference matchup in the playoffs, would be interesting. But I also do not see it really happening because the, I don't see the owners agreeing to it. That's why I agree with the um, them keeping the eight from each conference, but then still making it a seeding uh, sixteen seeding format. So if you are the last in the entire ranking, you are going to play the top in the entire ranking. And if let's say Lakers have a, well, it's not going to happen right now. But like let's say if Lakers are the ones on top, you most likely don't want to meet Lakers because you know you are going to be swept if you are the last. So I think it also caused the regular season to become more competitive because people wouldn't want to meet certain teams <laughs> like when there's a merge of both teams meeting each other. I don't think I think we'll become more competitive in the regular season because most teams will try to avoid that kind of. The next topic, who is the best striker in the world right now? There's so many talented strikers in the world of football right now, including the currently injured Robert Lewandowski, the aforementioned Harry Kane, people like Erling Haaland, who's up and coming, but is already up there as one of the best strikers in the world at the moment. Like, there's just so many talented strikers. So, Dave, I'll go to you first. Who is the best striker in world football right now? So, I, I would say Lewandowski. Undoubtedly, it is Lewandowski. He has been so consistent and he has he continues to prove that yes he is the man at the moment i mean people talk about haaland hurricane but then i think it's still lewandowski reigning and it will take a while for haaland to i mean get his time to do his thing for the world to enjoy but for now lewandowski still reigns for me i'll have to go for two b I can't pick one because one is injured. But if I'm being fair, I'll pick Lewandowski and Karim Benzema. They, they, they've been the standout for me this season. As for Haaland, yeah, I mean, his upcoming, so I can't just put him out there as best. But definitely Lewandowski and Karim Benzema. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with Lewandowski. His consistency, his dominance in the league, Champions League, you know. I think I don't think it's disputed, in other words. I don't think it's, yeah, a competition at the moment. I mean, I was going to say Lewandowski. I was hoping someone, someone would kind of be like, oh, maybe Mbappe or something but like it looks like everyone is going oh, with Lewandowski oh, and I was really going to go with Lewandowski so I, I was, I was, I was surprised everyone went with Lewandowski but I mean that was going to be my 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 take that Lewandowski is definitely the best striker even though right now he's injured but then I still think he's the best striker <laughs> But you know the the hard thing with Haaland, even though he's scoring, it doesn't change anything with Dortmund because they are not they are not they are not doing anything with his goals. You get it? Yeah. They are languishing. They are struggling to make up for the Bundesliga. They will be they will be kicked out of the Champions League next week. I mean, Lewandowski is doing it too. He's winning the Bundesliga. He will score PSG. Okay. 
So thank you. The best striker in the world right now is to me Lewandowski, but Hurricane is a close second. And I me mean, ah. But we just mentioned Karim Benzema, and I'm mentioning Harry Kane. A shock. Because because I rate Harry Kane more than I do Benzema. Is that like why are you shocked? Oh okay, makes sense. I mean, you have Lacazette as a striker, so it makes sense that you rate <laughs> Harry Kane over Benzema. Wait, but Harry Kane has more goals and assists than Benzema this season. But is like, she, is, somebody uh, here wait, no, no, wait. Impact. Oh impact. my days. You can score 58, you can score 58 goals. If your team is dead 7th, you are dead 7th. Do you understand what I'm saying? Ah. It's impact. It's about impact. Benzema has been way way more impactful in the Champions League, in Europe and for Real Madrid compared to Harry Kane. So, what is the best way to measure greatness? Like, we always see on social media and some of these TV personalities always comparing players, the greatness of players. So... What is the greatest way to measure measure greatness? We see Michael Jordan being compared to LeBron, Messi versus Ronaldo. Like it always used to be Federer versus Nadal. Now Djokovic has put himself in that rearview mirror, coming for those other two tennis greats. We Serena Williams is in a goat class of her own on the women's side of tennis. Tiger Woods is seen as the best golfer of his generation. Going back a couple of decades for football, there was always the debate about who's better, Pele or Maradona. And then in the last in the last era of boxing, Mayweather versus Pacquiao was always the go-to conversation. So what is the best way to measure greatness? Winning. Full stop. No, I'm joking. But there's, I think, overall impact plays a huge factor. This whole argument is so subjective. There's no right answer to this. But I do feel like winning is a key, plays a key role in this argument. Are you asking me who I think the greatest is? Or if you want to mention, you, if you want to mention your goats. Boxing is Mayweather. <laughs> Tennis. Federer. Yeah, why is Federer or Djokovic? I don't know. Federer or Djokovic. I, but I feel like Serena can also be put in there just because I don't think we should separate separate male and female in the tennis box or whatever. Basketball, I'm going to put LeBron. <laughs> Even though some people are going to argue with me. And football's a tough one for me, so I'll, 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 I'll relate it to someone else. Say so wrong. LeBron over Jordan? <laughs> Okay, so how we measure greatness? I honestly, I uh, let me just agree with Dan and say it's very subjective, but then it can't be boiled down to just one thing or two things or I think especially depending on the sport like with some sports yes it can be boiled down to like just winning or how much you've won or how much you descend but I think the impact also the impact in the region yeah so I think it's the impact you made and how much you kind of change the sports because I think that's how it affects your your good standing and it's it's really is subjective and to me personally I don't think you can have a good that is like uh like a good for the entire era or like century or like you can't just have I don't I personally feel like you can't just have one good yeah I personally feel you can't just have one good I think you have goods based on certain eras and because of what they've accomplished and all those kind of things so i don't think you can just have one good so that's how i see greatness i think that's how i see the greatest of all time that's how i measure greatness and i think it's it's supposed to be an era kind of thing not just one winner takes all just that's my take when we talk about lebron versus jordan (laughs) if you ask me me sarah kate who my goat is i'll tell you it's kobe bryant if if you break LeBron against each other, I will tell you no. My goat is Kobe, and nothing can change my mind about that. 
me, my goat, my greatest of all time for basketball is Kobe Bryant. Nothing can change my mind about that. No one can change my mind about that. But then, if I want to be very earnest about it, I think the goats are in errors, and I think MJ was a goat artist, like the goat at his era. Kobe was a goat during his era. LeBron is a goat currently in his era. And if LeBron had retired some years earlier, I think Stephen Curry would probably would have been in the goat conversation for his era because he's also changed the game significantly and has had a lot of impact on the game. Even though KD is in the standing too, but then I think Curry has a more has a lead over KD right now because of the impact and the changes had in the game. So I think based on the era, it should be like it's an era thing. So I think Wilt Wilt had his era that he was a goat. Kareem had the era where he was also the goat. So but me personally, my goat is Kobe Bryant for basketball. For football, like I said, this is an era thing. There was Pele and Maradona, there were all those guys. And me football right now. I'll tell if anyone asks me who my goat is, I'll tell you it's Cristiano Ronaldo. Not that I have anything against Messi. I like Messi. I like seeing him play. And I don't like to engage in those arguments that Cristiano Ronaldo is better than Messi or Messi is better than Ronaldo. But I have a bias to Cristiano Ronaldo because he was a player at Manchester United. And he's also he has also accomplished great things for him to be one of the greatest players in his current generation. So because of my bias to Ronaldo as a Manchester United fan, I'd always select Ronaldo as my goat. So if somebody asks me about boxing, I'll tell them my goat is Mohamed Ali. Trust me, I never watched him play, but then I kind of like was interested in him to do a lot of research and watch some of his boxing fights and watch most of the documentaries about him. And hearing what a lot of people have said about him, you know, people always want to say Mohamed Ali is a goat. You kind of get the sense of how great he was and the impact he had on the sport and all those things. So if somebody asked me, even though I was not there physically to see him play, I mean, I've seen some few things about him that made me like him as a boxer. So if someone asks me who my boxing goes is, I'll say Mohamed Ali. Even though in this era or in the era that's in this modern era, it's Mayweather. But then it's so I have I have my personal goods because it's subjective. But then I think the goods conversation should be era by era, and that's personally what I think. Yeah. So basically, I will agree with Spio that it's it's a generational thing. But when when they put certain names in a in a category, it shouldn't be so hard for 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 you to pick your goat. Okay. So when we look at football and the name Maradona comes up against Pele. It's Maradona for me. He's 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 the goat regardless. When we take tennis for instance, the the male side of tennis, you hear Roger Federer, you hear Nadal, you hear Djokovic. I mean, they they've all done great things in their own way. Even and and more so goats is measured by the the trophies that you mainly want like mainly won in your career and you, you you see these three names i mean it's clear you shouldn't have a two-way thought about who who should be your goods in in in, in this list it is fedra so forget about djokovic and also when we when we look at the the female side obviously serena is is the queen and is in her own world doing her own thing i mean recently we've seen some young lads coming up and we look at azarenka osaka and 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 those boys. obviously yeah so i mean they'll they'll one day get to serena's level and be considered but for now 
it's arena for me. I think boxing. So yeah, there's Mayweather, there's Muhammad Ali, and for me it's Muhammad Ali. I do not, I do not watch him like box, but after watching his videos, I mean later on, I think he was outstanding, and he did something that is different from what you see in a normal boxing fight. Even even though Mayweather was like boxing in a different weight, it still, it, it still, it still doesn't really cut it when I mean we are trying to describe who the goat is because Mayweather has also done something good for himself won several belts from different divisions same as Muhammad Ali but Muhammad Ali for me I mean if we're talking about goats of boxing I'll say Ali but I thought we were just comparing Pacquiao and Mayweather that's why I said Mayweather by a long shot so for me how we measure greatness is basically like Diane said based on how much you win and how much your team helps you like Sarah said it depends on the sport you play and how impactful you are on the sports you play like not just on the court but how you affect things off the floor as well I think that helps you or off the field or off the pitch that also helps you like Spio said it's subjective some people like this some people like that for me personally if you ask me Ronaldo or Messi I'd say Messi just because uh, he does things with the ball other players just don't seem to be able to do if you ask me who's Federer or Nadal I'll say Federer is the greatest of all time but Nadal was my personal favorite player to watch if you ask who's the best golfer forever I'll tell you Tiger Woods best female tennis player to me by a long shot is Serena Williams and like whether she gets the Grand Slam record or not she is hands down the greatest female player we have ever seen played the sport in our uh, so far at least MJ or LeBron I used to always say Kobe and like I still I have a strong sentimental feeling to towards Kobe but if I feel Kobe is third between MJ and LeBron and I would personally rank it LeBron MJ then Kobe hmm. Kobe comes first oh. Kobe <laughs> Okay, okay, good question. If, if we are ranking, if we are ranking the football teams, question, question, question. If we are ranking the football teams, the greatest of all times, at least the top five in the world. Okay, okay. So if I'm giving you a top three, I'll go the I'll go the 1999 Manchester United treble winning team, the 2009 Barcelona treble winning team, and then the Arsenal Invincibles team. Okay, okay. Wow, that will be some difficult picks over there. Well, so I I will go with Real Madrid's. 17-18 I'll go with that Madrid uh-huh. Yes I'll also go with The United Treble 1999 Treble team And then I'll just go with The season that Club won the Premier League In Liverpool Aspio Whilst we wait for Diane Give us your own Number one I have to go for United's 1999 Treble winning team I mean that team Out as well I have to go for 2007's AC Milan 2007 Yeah 2007's AC Milan's Champions League team And for my third pick I will go for Barca's 2009 trouble winning team. I mean, these are some of the greatest teams I have personally watched and come to love. Yeah, so I've, I'm a mixture of all of you. So I've, I'll pick Arsenal's Invincibles team. I was going to pick Barcelona's 2009, well, from 2008-2011 team and Man U's in 1999. We, I'm, I thought you were going to pick the City Can you relax? Team. Yeah, I know. I, was, I don't want to get... Yeah, I know I know my stand. Key, Loki, City Loki, City's first Premier League squad. Yes, I'll pick that one. How? How? How do you compare that team to any of the teams you've mentioned? 
I said I put it four. No, 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 fourth. No, no. There are things that are perfect for fourth place. I mean, come on. Ah, you asked me my opinion. No, 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 this opinion, yeah. No, but that team, no, no, no. That team, that team was in fire. Man City's, yes, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Ah, you know even mentioned Barca's 2015 Champions League winning team. And you have Okay, I mentioned Barca's 2008, 2011 team. No, but you know, you said 8 to 11. This is 2015. Yeah. At least say maybe they can be fourth. But I say man did it twenty twelve. <laughs> no. Ah, no. If if see, didn't we, last didn't we establish won the league? You won the league on the last day. How can you say you are one? Uh huh. Uh, the first time you won the league on the last day. Are you kidding? What's it? What's it? That team wasn't that strong. Come on. It wasn't that strong. It was Joey Barton's fault. What you the person who said that greatest of all time is subjective? No, but this team, that twenty twelve team. Oh, no. Okay, you know what? Hold on. Hold on. Let me just do this. City's twenty twelve winning. Squad. Let me mention the players and then we'll scrutinize. I'm being I'm being very, being very subjective here. But let me just mention the players and then we'll scrutinize. Ah, okay. Joe Hart, Pablo Zabaleta. Greatest, greatest. Uh Jolon Lescott. <laughs> Gao Ah, legend. Samuel Nazi. Gareth Barry. playing too much. Ah, you're playing too much. See, you're really playing too much. If you're saying, if you're saying the players in the team we had impact, okay, Carlos Tevez and David Silva, Jaya Turi, Guero and then, and then company. That's all. The rest were all beans. Ah, no, no, you play too much. No, 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 no. <laughs> ah, I don't even mention Manu's 2013 uh, title winning team. No, I'm a Manu fan. Oh, I grow with it. All right, so for there is no real fact of the day today. Since DMX's unfortunate passing and he being one of the best rappers of his generation, I decided to look at some of the best sports references from one of the best rappers from our generation in Drake. And I have about seven times seven or eight sports references he made and i was just going to read those out for fact of the day so on western road flow he said shout out to kd we relate we get the same attention it's raining money oklahoma city thunder i'm the most successful rapper 35 and under having to do with the number kd wore while I was playing for okc on demons he said balling in the summer like drew league sosa 5e looking like heidi and Kyrie. talking about the nets there on non-stop he said catch me because i'm i'm going out of there i'm gone how i go from how i go from 6 to 23 like i'm lebron talking about the lebron jersey switch when he left six behind in miami to go wear 23 in cleveland and later in la it, on his song pain 1993 he referenced the Kawhi shot that bounced four times on the rim before going in against philly and he said when i shoot my shot it, it's the Kawhi way it's going in on back to back he referenced michael jordan and he spoke about when jordan went back to back 96 97 back to back like i'm jordan 96 97 i've been steph curry with the shot been cooking with the sauce chef curry with the pot boy that's the and best and then when he went on the six man and went booming out of South Gwinnett like Lou Will six man like Lou Will two girls and they get along like I'm like I'm Lou Will <laughs> I just got the new deal. I'm I'm in the matrix and I just took the blue pill. Those are just a couple of lyrics that on Western Road Flow again, this is the last one I'm gonna talk about. He said he's been flowing stupid since Vince Carter was on some leg was on some leg legs arm in the hoop. Referencing the two thousand dunk contest when Vince Carter went crazy during the dunk contest and just left the sports and basketball world in awe. So we at Oddball Sports send our condolences out to DMX's family and like we just hope 
like they're able to grieve and like you can just see the response on twitter and it's been like it's been lovely so we just need to give all the people we appreciate in this life their flowers while they're still here thank you for tuning in to oddball sports it's been nano mark hansen here with diana sarah mkate david kofite and papa kodrespio thank you for listening tune in next week you can follow us on instagram at oddball sports that is the at sign o d d b a l l underscore s p o r t s on twitter at oddball sports that is the at sign o d d b a l l underscore s p r t s and on audio mac and all other major streaming platforms by searching oddball sports podcast Thank you for listening to this episode. At Bisput. At Bisput. At Bisput. Oddball Sports.